0: Good morning everybody, my name is Layla and you're listening to A Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the mo- the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today and we thank you for the joy that you fill us with, Lord, and that you place in our lives, God. We thank you for the fellowship that we can have with other brothers and sisters and you, Lord, and with our actual family members and friends, God. We thank you for the life that you've given us, Lord, and the light that you've placed on the inside of us, God. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord. We thank you for their spiritual maturity and growth, Lord, as they come to you, Lord. We thank you for satisfying them with long life, Lord, and showing them your salvation, God, and showing them your goodness in every aspect of their lives, Lord, and at every turn, God. We thank you for who you are, and we thank you for what you've done for us, Lord, and all the things that you have yet to do for us, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: In Jesus' amen. name, amen.
2: And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts and discussion of the word. I'd just like to thank all the, the people that joined us, the listeners, and, and especially our partners. We thank the Lord for you. And for all the ways that you are a blessing, not just to us, but to others, literally around the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it, just incredible how the Lord will use each and every person to bless others, to be a blessing to others, to help them grow in their relationship with Christ. I mean, around the world, literally. Amen. It's incredible. It so, is.
1: And if you haven't had an opportunity yet... Um, go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. we, we just started sending it out with the first the first edition or the first um, the first was it an edition? is it that right is, yeah. okay we sent the first one out this month and we're going to continue it on a month, monthly basis and this is where you'll be able to get you know news about the ministry kind of behind the scenes um, information. so if you haven't done that already and you'd like to receive it go to our website at dayofprayer.org and click on partner. And complete the form. And at the bottom, make sure that it checks um, that you want to receive the newsletter and um, submit your form, hit join, and you'll be on our list to send that newsletter out. As well as um, you can sign up for our Christmas card list this year and Amen. some other things, we'll, we'll stay in touch with you like that. So that's a dayofprayer.org, um, the top of the, the menu, select partner, and then go down and fill out the form. And we'll get that out to you.
2: Amen. All right, we ready to get in the Word? Mm-hmm. Because I know I am. Um, so as as I said earlier, you we are covering or rereading, or not rereading, excuse me, we're rediscussing from Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 19. So if you have not read or need a, a refresh on that section of scripture, mm-hmm. I recommend that you pause this episode now and give yourself time and opportunity to cover down on that. And then... Join us again for the discussion. Amen. Amen.
1: And you can never read the word too much. Amen to that. Read it again just to make it fresh in your eyes.
2: All right. So at this time, the floor is open for each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I'll go. All right, Charles? Um, The first thing that the Lord was.
3: Uh, Speaking to me Was as we look in verse number Verse 6 And when Herod was about to bring him out That night Peter was sleeping Bound with two chains between two soldiers And the guards before the door Were keeping the prison And I immediately found it Interesting and slightly comical That they had Peter in like a High security prison And where they were Trying to be sure that he didn't escape And the Lord reminded me of Inside of Acts chapter 5 he had already, um, he had already escaped prison once with John, and we see that in verse seventeen through twenty-one. Then the high priest rose up, and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they are filled with indignation, and lay their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But at night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, brought them out, and said. Go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with them came and called the council together, and all the elders of the children of Israel sent to the prison to have them brought.
1: Amen. So they, mm-hmm. they had experience with the Lord in this way.
3: Yes.
2: Well, Where did you read from?
3: Um, that is Acts chapter 5, verses 17 through
2: 21. Okay. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, there's also Acts four one. They were arrested and brought before the Sanhedrin.
1: Okay, but one they got to speak, and they were actually brought the the second one in chapter five. They were actually let out of prison. Yes. By uh, by an angel or a ministering spirit mm-hmm. that was was there looking out for them and helping them as they walked in their journey with com- fulfilling the word of God. Amen. And the will of the Lord for their life. So, amen. So, this has happened at least amen. a couple times, amen. Which also lends itself to what the Holy Spirit was saying—that it was it was Peter's faith that, amen. The angel was looking or ministering to more so than it was the people's faith praying for him. So, I'm, but I'm sure there was someone in there believing, and God was able to combine their faith with Peter's. But it was it was mostly he was delivered off his own faith. Which, You've glory to, to God, he had he had the prophecy from the Messiah, and he already had his experience. Like, Lord, you brought me out before. If you delivered me before, you'll deliver me again. And, you know, realizing that he wasn't an old man yet. So it wasn't time for the his his time to transition or put off his tent. Um, Like, you know, people had intentions for him to put off his tent early. So I do appreciate that. Thank you, Charles. What else you got?
3: And then also another thing that I found interesting was that we see Peter... As you were saying, Mom, he was in a state of rest, and I found it interesting that he took off all of his stuff, like all his shoes and stuff, and was just sitting around. And (laughs) how, I mean, if you think about it, when you're in a prison, most times you wouldn't take off your shoes. You just keep them on and roam around. But also, another thing that I found interesting was that as these people were praying for Peter, there wasn't an attempt to try to bust Peter out of prison. It wasn't okay, Lord, we're giving you to night. then we're going to arm ourselves and storm the prison. Mm-hmm. They were willing to wait, and Peter was also willing to wait for the Lord to do it, not trying to do it of his own strength.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then also uh, another thing that I found interesting was that when Peter first came to the door, it said he was, when he finally came to himself, like he marveled for a while before he actually came and went to Mary's um House. He sat there and was wondering if all this thing had truly happened. And I found it interesting because we all this goes back to a conversation we had in many devotionals ago of how like and I believe it's Acts seven when Stephen saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. How they were unable to see. And I found it interesting that even here they're unable to see Peter along with the angel. Because it said he walked past them and I found it interesting that their eyes were blinded both to the physical and the spiritual things that were occurring simultaneously inside of this chapter.
1: Amen. God can do so many miraculous things and that's that's also why it's important that we don't um, limit him. Cuz you Amen. see um, as Peter was had entered into the rest of the Lord and like you said had his, didn't have his garment on like I'm waiting to go. Like you remember when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, the Lord said eat your food, with your staff in your hand, <laughs> have your sandals your, on your feet. Right, have your girded cuz you're you're ready to go. And this is your faith demonstrating to me that you're ready to get out of here. And that was a clear instruction from Holy Spirit to be in that that tone and that position. Well, here, the Lord must not have told Peter to keep yourself in that regard. And Peter may not have known how God was going to deliver him. He just knew that he was going to be delivered. So our job is to believe God for what he's already said, what is a part of our covenant promises, what is given to us by prophetic word um, from the Lord. And what we find in the scriptures, believe God is going to do what he said, but the how belongs to the lord so in this regard um it sounds to me like when jesus when they like you brought up my love they were gonna throw him off the mountain or the cliffside, and he then he just passed through him and and my thought he's invisible and they couldn't see him they could have jesus could have just walked by him and their hands were stuck to their sides and they couldn't move him it could have happened in a, a myriad of ways we have a wonderful powerful and creative God. So when we start trying to go, well, Lord, you're gonna do it like this and then you're gonna do it like that and you gotta you have to do it this way or I don't want it then we limit him but you see peter was at rest which when the bible tells us to rest from our works i mean cease from our fleshly struggling streets um cease from trying to figure it out mentally get your hands off of it you stop trying to make it happen under your own power uh-huh. and then you take your faith and mix it with what god said and know that he's going to take care of how it needs to be carried out because he knows how to get the glory for himself he doesn't need you to show him how to get the glory he knows how to do it so Peter wasn't wasn't saying, well, this time you're going to make me turn invisible and the cuffs fall off or whatever. And that could have happened. Him and the angels could have um, stepped outside of time and been moving so quickly they didn't see. Or I mean, it could have been a myriad of things that God had done here, but he let God choose how to deliver him. He knew he was going to be delivered, had faith for that, but didn't dictate to the Lord. You got to do it this way because God is not our our dancing monkey or our genie in a bottle. He is God
2: amen but, I mean you can look at verse 9 and what does it say Peter thought it was a vision he thought what he was seeing as he was actually doing and walking it out was mm-hmm. a vision right mm-hmm. uh, which reminds me of what Paul says whether in the body or out of the body I, I don't know but mm-hmm. I saw these things mm-hmm. right and things that are too magnificent too great too awesome to even be uttered mm-hmm. right um, but what you were saying honey, honey there about the Lord says hey I'm I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then us, in our faith, meeting him with his, mm-hmm. right? Jesus asked that constantly. Um, Matthew 9 29, well, 28 and 29. All right, Jesus entered the house. The blind man came to him and said, Do you believe that I, Jesus said, do you believe that I am able to do this? And he, the man, said, Yes, Lord. And, or that's how they answered. And then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, will it be done to you? And then their eyes were Right, But it's, it says this throughout scripture, Matthew 8, 13. And Jesus said to the centurion, go, as you have believed, so will be done for you. And his servant was healed in that very hour. All right, but this, this same premise, if you will.
1: Believe and let God work out how to... The how
2: the details on mm-hmm. how he will do it, right? How the Lord chooses to do a thing, anything mm-hmm. you, does is up to do, him,
1: right? And remember, Naaman, the leper, yes, right. He yes. went, he went to the man of God, went to Elisha, and exactly. said, you know, because he needed healing from leprosy, and Elisha gave him simple instructions, you know, go dip. Seven times, seven times in the Jordan. In the Jordan. And Naaman was offended because he said, Surely I thought he would wave his hand over me. He's gonna he's <laughs> I'm gonna receive deliverance from this God that he didn't know, but he right. had heard about, but he was gonna receive it in some way that seemed spectacular to him or suited his fancy. It fit his imagination on it. And the Lord was like, No, I said it's in the dip it in the water seven times. Not two times, not five times, right. but seven.
2: And his and, his complaint, right? And mm-hmm. his servant answer was like if you were told to do a difficult thing, would you not have done it like immediately? Because
1: it seemed important. It right? seemed powerful. Exactly. It seemed whatever.
2: Although in Naaman's confession up to that point was, well, but we got cleaner water elsewhere and we, mm-hmm. this water's dirty and like all these reasons on why he didn't want to do the simple thing that the Lord asked him to do, right? But mm-hmm. in the same way, the Lord just asked us to do a simple thing, mm-hmm. believe, right? Mm-hmm. As in a previous scripture that I read do you believe that I am able to do this? Will we believe that the Lord is able to do what he said he would do? Amen. Simple question. Yes. That's it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Leave it there. Yes. That's (laughs) all he needed. Let your
2: yes be yes and your no be no.
1: Right. And you notice the man didn't go on, yes, I believe you're able, but I don't know how. Ah. He didn't do that, right?
2: They just answered, yes, Lord. Amen. Done.
1: Amen. And that's what the Lord is saying to us. Just say yes, Lord, and let him figure out And he's already, like we said, (laughs) Hebrews tells us the works were finished before the foundation of the world.
2: Yes, there's nothing to figure out. He he literally already planned it, planned the end from the beginning.
1: And how he wants to deliver you, how he wants to bring it to pass. And everything that he does will suit his plan, his good plan and purpose in the earth and he's just revealing like showing it to us what he's already done or it's manifesting what he's already done. So Peter was already delivered, right? Because the Lord had already told him, this is how you're going to leave this earth. So he was already delivered. It was just a matter of the Lord showing it the time and the season. We talked about that before and him being understanding what the way that the Lord was going to deliver him. So I just, amen. Amen. What else you got with Charles?
3: Isn't, um, also with that I found interesting verse 17 where Peter was telling them to be quiet and so he could talk and I just imagined and the Lord showed me was that it wasn't necessarily that Peter was being nasty or that. He didn't want to answer questions, but he was still swearing out the details in his own mind of like what happened, but he also didn't want them trying to complicate it with their own thoughts of this is surely how it happened, Peter. You got up and the angel struck all the guards and you just walked down. And how the Lord showed me was that it was an opportunity, first of all, for Peter to remind them that it's not how they thought it should happen or it should occur, but it's as the Lord thought about it and what he wanted to do inside the situation. And then I also found it interesting that it said after Peter said these things, he went to somewhere else and the Lord showed me it wasn't that Peter was running away from the city or necessarily fleeing, but he was going to share what the Lord had done for him. And what was occurring in his own life, it's not just, Lord, they persecute me in one city and you flee in fear because perfect love cast out fear. But he was going to share what the Lord was doing for him in different places where it
1: needs to be shared. Yes, and it's it's keep moving on. And the and like you said, that fleeing in terror, he wasn't afraid for his life, but he did yes. flee the city as in leave the city. He departed from there because the Lord said, it's time to move on. Um, there's a, There are times where the Lord says, Stand your ground, fight. You know, resist this. It's time mm-hmm. to to do some battle on this. And um there are other times where he says, "Nope, get your stuff and go." And it is for us to be in season and in moment in the moment with God, listening to the Holy Spirit and following His direction. So, if Peter had been like, "Nah, they ain't gonna think I'm scared. They don't think I'm no punk," and decided to stay there, he would have been outside of the will of the Lord the holy spirit said it's time to go but we should not take that um because he went to another city thinking it meant cowardice it means walk with the lord because when the lord was um they were seeking to kill him he did go to other places as the holy spirit left he wasn't quaking in his boots because he knew they had no power to take his life they had no power even if they threw the rocks he was just going to keep getting up uh, just like the Apostle Paul did. He stoned a few times. They thought he was dead, and he just got up and went back into the city and started preaching again.
2: And that was also instruction or command from the Lord. Mm-hmm. When they persecute you or attempt to kill you in one city, flee to the next. And and yes. again, in other words, in it was terror. Con- right, right. It was continue the work of the ministry. Don't stop. Right. The Lord didn't go, and I'll say it in relation and perspective to this, the Lord did not go anywhere without the Holy Spirit's leading. Amen. So even where he went, and then of course, what he said mm-hmm. was all directed by the Lord. Is no different from us. So when he's saying, hey, if they're persecuting you in one city, flee to the next, it's still on the will of the Lord, his plan, his purpose, and his perfect timing. Mm-hmm. He knows when and where and all the other details. We must, for our part, follow him in his leading.
1: Amen. Amen. And... Again, not feeling like persecution means you failed. That, that's also something that's contained in there. And When we read the words of Christ, we should read them letting the Holy Spirit convey to us what he means by those words. What, is it, what does this word mean to you, Lord? Not looking at it from our human language, because our human language does not carry the weight of what Holy Spirit intends. So the word flee, you know, you interpreted it, Charles, as it meant run away as a coward, or in terror but that's not what he meant at all he just meant leave the city and we saw jesus leave the city at times because it was time the lord said go away go to do this do that or the other whatever it is but it's never in terror thinking that the adversary is going to have advantage of you like elijah when he was um upset and afraid of jezebel and all of that stuff we're not talking about that we're talking about moving with the holy spirit and if that means go quickly if that means go overnight paul was let down through the wall in a basket right, and moved on to the next place because the Lord's like, okay, time and season, but also not being discouraged because someone didn't receive you. That's also something that we have to be, um, aware of as believers is that we don't get discouraged. Oh, they didn't receive me. And these are people that should have known God. Maybe I missed something. No, I bind that in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and I cast it out. I rebuke that because that's not the right thought process. The thought process is that's the adversary stirring up and the Lord is moving us in accordance to his will and according to his perfect plan.
2: Amen. And I'll give you another example. What about Jeremiah? How many times does the Lord say, all right, now you know, put on a hood and your cloak and go out, let yourself out through a hole in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Almost as in similar manner, mm-hmm. trying like, like someone who's escaping mm-hmm. from a city. But it, it wasn't just a stop there. It was a sign for the people. And he was supposed to tell them as he was going and doing it. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't to just remain there. He went on to the next place that the Lord had him go because the work wasn't done. And he had to continue to minister as the Lord was leading him. Mm-hmm. It's no yes. different for us. All the Lord was saying there to Jeremiah was, Your ministry has concluded in this location. And now it's a new season and a new place.
1: Mm -hmm. And and we're not scared because someone doesn't like... Hearing in the gospel, we're not afraid because uh, religious people want to persecute. We're not afraid because someone thinks they're going to make a name for themselves by slandering the church or the body of Christ or um, trying to persecute and destroy the work of the Lord. We know that, that Satan is behind that mm-hmm. and we keep our confidence in him. We're not ashamed of the chains, right? We're not ashamed yes. of the persecution that comes as a, as a result of us bearing and carrying the name of Jesus Christ. We are strengthened and encouraged and our confidence in our Lord is increased.
2: Amen. Amen. And our example is also in Him. Jesus started out in a, a town, and was only able to do but a few small miracles. But then He left that place because the Lord was leading Him to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. or the Holy or He was led by the Holy Spirit to go to a different location to carry on the work of the ministry. His ministry there at that time was done.
1: Mm-hmm. And and the way what you just said he was only able to do a few small miracles not because he was lacking in ability but because they wouldn't allow him to do anything more than a few small miracles so then take the brakes off of jesus let him do everything he wants to do in your life
2: amen to that
1: and i receive that word holy spirit hallelujah
2: (laughs) hallelujah well with that can i get a volunteer to close out in prayer please i will all right promise
3: well i just thank you for today just thank you for it giving us everything that we need, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for applying your word to us, Lord, and just giving us the ability to understand it, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your kind of provisions, Lord, and that's not our kind, Lord. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. In
2: Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study.